0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. We're going to talk love. We are going to talk about your relationships. But I want to talk about something very important to keep a, a smiley face in this crazy time. And it's been a long, long seven and a half months of of, of madness. Is that I found out that at each season, I take my phone And I take pictures of sunset, sunrise, lately foliage because it's autumn in the Midwest. And I don't know where you live, but I know all it takes to have a better day is to look for that joie de vivre, for that joy of life. So don't hesitate. You have a bit of a down day, a hard day, a tougher day. Look outside and find that color, that lighting, that feeling of of, of well-being and find you joie de vivre I do that every day it's all on my social media actually you go at, at rendezvous radio and you can see a bit of those nuggets of joie de vivre You calls are next if you have a question for me please call the rendezvous now 855-905-8255 Bonjour Denise Bonjour Simon Bonjour Denise so what's going on how can I help you? Um, well, Simon,
0: I'm, I'm hoping you can help me. I've been seeing this guy for six months. He's my boyfriend. And uh, I still haven't met his friends. I know it's kind of a strange time to be dating people right now. People, it's harder to get together. Um, but my friends are really important to me, and it's important to me that they like my boyfriend and vice versa. So I've been arranging, you know, virtual hangouts with them so he can get to know them. And uh, I've sort of said, like, oh, I can't wait to meet your friends. And he always says, "Oh yeah," or "Yeah, we'll see." Me too, you know. But he never really sets anything up. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering: should I be worried about this, or am I just too in my head about it?
1: I think that's a good question, Denise. But because of the pandemic, we have to kind of adopt it. kind of it's like, like you said. I mean, a lot of people are not meeting, and also it's like they could do the Zoom thing. But I mean, guys and guys I know, including me, we don't. It's like we don't. This is it's not fun. We like the in-person yeah. way more than the Zoom thing. Oh,
2: me and,
1: too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really frustrating. It is what it is. But so, Denise, I think we can give him a pass for now. I would say differently if it was not the pandemic. But right now, I know the Zoom thing and get guys to meet your new girlfriend. Guys don't care about other people's new girlfriend. It's like <laughs> until they don't. So, so it's something that is not against you. And because of the pandemic, I think for, for the time being, don't press the issue. It will come when it will come. Uh, once the pandemic is over, um, then organically, um, sooner or later, you will meet his friends. If, if it was a year from now or uh, six months after the pandemic and you still haven't met anybody, it is a red flag. He's keeping you mm-hmm. like a hidden uh, flower. But right now, I can tell you as a guy, if a friend of mine said, let's do a Zoom meeting to meet my new girlfriend, I would say, dude, forget about it. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> we all have enough of the Zoom meetings for work. So that's why. Right.
0: right. Okay, that kind of puts me at ease. Thanks so much, Simon. Yes. I really appreciate your
1: advice. All right, Denise. Thank you very much for calling and have a good night. Thank you. Same to you. Do you think right now you are in the mood to do more Zoom meetings to meet the girlfriend of a friend, the partner of a friend, or the boyfriend of a new friend? Or like I said, really, you've had enough of Zoom and you want to be left alone. Let's talk about that so there's no unspoken. Next. Answer honestly. Say one of your friends uh, met somebody new and they insisted to do a Zoom meeting for you to meet that new person, uh, which is my last call of dilemma. Denise, she said, you know, I don't understand why my guy, my new guy, together six months, hasn't yet organized Zoom meetings for me to meet his friends. You know, I told him he was not into it. But I'm asking you, would you do it? Or you would say, listen, I've had it with all the Zoom meetings for work. So why don't we wait, and I'll meet her or him gladly after the pandemic, really, in person versus Zoom. I mean, I know there's some people that love Zoom. I mean, we all have Zoom you know, work meetings. Uh, but as a, as a guy, I can tell you that um, I don't think I would do it. And I think there's a reason and a difference in the way we men and men uh, approach the Zoom tool in relationships. Let's talk about that next. It's going to be interesting. So how do you feel about Zoom date? How do you feel about meeting new people through Zoom? How do you feel about that? Um, I think from what I've heard on this show and from friends of mine, you know, guys, including me, uh, not so much into Zooming and and do the Zoom things outside of work, um, I'd rather wait and meet you in person when all of this is safe because the rest is virtual. So I can do a FaceTime video and more than Zoom actually. But most of my guy friends will not do it. Um, not really. Um, I think women on the other side feels very safe behind the wall of, of, of the interaction through Zoom, so I get it. But really, I think we live so much in the virtual world right now to be safe that my advice is until the pandemic is over, uh, don't exaggerate the Zoom dating. Uh, because remember, most guys, most guys pretend they like it, but they don't. That's just between you and I from what I've heard from guys and friends of mine. So to use, but not abuse, you call the next. Bonjour Elsa. Bonjour. Bonjour Elsa. What's going on in your love life? How can I help?
2: Um,
0: Well, so I've been single for about three years and I've been having trouble dating. Um, My friends basically told me that I need to be more flirty and uh, kind of acquiesce to like what guys like instead of being myself. And I feel like I shouldn't really have to change much of my personality to attract the right mate. So I'm kind of like, I don't know if you have any advice on dating right now.
1: Okay, so obviously right now everything is online dating because of the pandemic. So um, when you go, do you, I mean, I don't know if you go on Bumble, Match, or do do you go on any website or any dating site at all? I'm on all of them. Okay, and then so you don't get any response or you just get the wrong responses or what's what, what kind of response you getting?
0: So it seems like t- like either I don't get a response or if I do it kind of fizzles out like I'm not being interesting enough or something or their responses are inappropriate so I, I just
1: don't respond. Okay. When was the last time, I'm talking online dating, you've had a, a good exchange back and forth?
0: Oh, wow. I would probably say about two years ago.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So something in your profile or in the way you approach, are you, you would say you a little bit like too private, too defensive, too old school? What, what? If you had to define your profile, what What would that be?
0: I would say maybe it, it's a little reserved. Like I'm a little reserved and I've, I've been hearing lately too from friends and family that that can be a little intimidating.
1: Well, listen, online dating is like going to the supermarket, right? If you look for an apple, you can look for the the, the, the best apple, you know, whether it's a red one, whether it's a yellow one, whether it's a golden, whether it's this or that, you know, like all the apples. So the idea is you've got to have a profile that is kind of, you know, fun and exciting and full of life or, you know, being serious and too um, maybe reserved won't get you anywhere. Two years without good response shows you need, you need to follow your girlfriend's um, advice. So maybe, you know, you say, okay, you know, it hasn't worked like this. Let's be open-minded and try a little bit different. And then you ask your girlfriends, because I can't watch your profile, or I would tell you too, you know, hey, girls, how would you change my profile? And just go from there. Okay. Just remember, yeah, nobody's against you. So it's like when you do a profile, you know, remember you're safe. Nobody, they don't know who you are, where you live. So there's no safety issue. The only thing that matters is that you get the right response and then you can start talking to a guy and hopefully meet later. So I'm always for simple, fun Friendly, 30, if there's a good vibe around the profile, it's going to do great. Okay? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Best of luck to you, Elsa. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you so much. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Becca's voicemail because she has an important question about the guy she is dating. So her voicemail is next. Please remember that if you have a question for me, and I mean not just during the show hours, but I mean really... 24-7, 24 365 days a year, all you got to do is leave a voicemail with your question at 855-905-8255 and I will get to it just like for Becca's. Take a listen.
0: Bonjour, Simon. This is Becca. So I'm calling because I need your love life advice. The person that I'm dating is always flirting with every woman that we encounter Uh, He thinks it's cute, he thinks it's charming, but quite frankly, it makes me uncomfortable. Uh, What does this mean? Like, is this a red flag? Should I just ignore it? I mean, I don't think he's cheating on me, but I just feel like all his attention should be on me. Let me know. I'll be listening to hear
1: your response. Becca, thanks for the question. Indeed, what should you do if you guy is always flirting with other women? I'll tell you my answer next. What should you do if the guy you're dating is always flirting with other women, which is exactly the dilemma uh, Bekaz has with her boyfriend and left me a voicemail about it. So what should you do? Speak up. Of course, no unspoken. No unspoken means that if you have something to say, you say it in a nice way. There is no need to be you know, yelling, but you say it because, remember, unspoken, rotten relationships. They do. They make you resent your partner. I think it's not appropriate for a guy to be flirting with other women when you're in a relationship. It's a big no-no. It's disrespectful. He needs to know and learn from you where are the laws, where are the limits. It's like kids, you know, time out. Well, you said to your guy, hey, 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 that's enough of that. When you're together alone, what do you mean? Don't flirt with other women like this or just date somebody else. Oh, I'm not flirting with them. Yes, you are. So show respect or date somebody else. That's what you say. He will stop, trust me. Guaranteed. You call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nathalie.
0: Bonjour,
1: Simon. Bonjour, Nathalie. What's up with your boyfriend?
0: So my boyfriend and I just moved in together a couple of months ago, and the ulala is uh, getting a little less steamy and um, happening a little less often. Uh, is this normal? And how do we spice things up a bit?
1: So, um, just so we understand, uh, before you guys moved in together, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how steamy is the ooh before?
0: Uh, I would say about an 8 or a 9.
1: Okay. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, how steamy is the ooh
0: Probably a, more like a five, four or five.
1: Okay. Is that the fact that it's less spontaneous, it's less often, it's less crazy, it's less passionate? What is the adjective you would use? It's less what?
2: I think
0: mm, it's it's less passionate um, and it does happen less often.
1: I see. And uh, how long total have you been together?
2: We've been together two
1: years. Okay. So... Here's the thing: the Ulaan infatuation in every couple lasts between eighteen months to two years max, right? So that's the moment where between the first time you actually kiss, it takes about eighteen months to two years to kind of get it out of your system. It's like this this magnetic force that makes it go crazy, and then little by little by little, the passion fade away, and you get back to a normal rhythm. So. Hey, don't worry, there's a little normalcy in that. People move in together. Listen, what is the enemy of erotism, the enemy of passion and ooh la is the overexposition of each other uh, bathroom, uh, casual clothes, no makeup, or him letting himself go, or whatever. So, the, the more you keep um, your private uh, life at home private, the more your erotic life at home is exciting. The biggest mistake many, many couples are doing. They think it's a sign of love to be so comfortable with each other. But with that comes the fact that the intimacy becomes less sacred and then less exciting. Okay. Thank it you. would be like if you go to the restaurant and then you, know, you went from a long menu of different uh, possibilities to a menu of three things and you would have to eat the three things every single day the same way. You would go crazy.
0: That's true. <laughs> Of course, thank you. <laughs>
1: same with the ulala for men and women. It's the repetition of the same act over and over in the same place, same situation, that gets you to have less passionate. It's normal, but you have to work on it by organizing and being spontaneous and daring, okay?
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Natalie, and have a good night. Have you ever been in a relationship where or partnership or marriage where you felt that way? That the ulala was decreasing, the ulala was less passionate, and the ulala was like even boring. Have you ever felt that? We're going to talk about ulala next on the rendezvous. Have you ever felt like the ulala in your relationship, your partnership, your marriage was decreasing, becoming slowly but surely boring, um, not exciting and not passionate anymore? And ever wonder why? What was happening to you before that? It was like passionate, intense, romantic, loving, but also wild and crazy, like wild and savage. But for some reason, it's not anymore. And you even like phew, just look. Oh, I'd rather take you know a good night's sleep. We'll ooh-la-la the next time. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like I have a headache? I just uh, maybe <laughs> not tonight. There's a reason for all that. And I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it because I think that there's an unspoken every time we have a relationship about whether ulala or not should be taken for granted when we're exclusive. Let's talk about that next. Have you ever felt like um, your ooh la your desire for your partner was decreasing? Even though you love them, but you live together, you know, and little by little, you don't think about ooh la 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 You think about, you know, what's going on at the home, the kids, work, but no ulala. Thing is, ulala is the glue of the romance. It gives you the temperature romantically of where you are, and the less you ulala, especially, you know, when you're younger and all that, then you have a problem. And I want to say that because I really feel that the reason why we slow down the ooh-la-la is because we take each other for granted. And that's a mistake I've made. Too many times, we're in a relationship. We're exclusive. My girlfriend is gonna wanna always ulala with me, but no. Thank you for playing. It doesn't work like this. You have to romance each other. Don't forget. Without romance, the ulala will fade away. That's what I've learned the hard way. So don't do like me. Do better than me. Keep the romance up. You call the next. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour Ariana. Bonjour
2: Simon.
1: Bonjour, Ariana. So, I know you have a romantic story to share, and I am all ears.
2: I do. I'm going to talk about my current boyfriend where... So, we actually met like six years ago, and we kind of stayed in the same circle of friends, but nothing ever, like, it it was just friends. And then I had a period of, like, flukes of dates, Mm -hmm. And I was just tired and fed up of it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to just start telling people on the first date exactly what I want. And all my friends are like, no, you're going to scare a man away. You can't do that. Well, (laughs) my boyfriend, we decided to go on a date since we were friends. And I told him on the first date exactly what I wanted, like when I wanted kids and what I was looking for in a partner and everything. And he was Uh so Uh, respectful of it he listened to it we went and got tacos and tequila it had a blast (sighs) and now here we are two years later and he is the most sweetest man I love that there's complete honesty in our relationship from the get-go we could talk about everything and anything and it just feels like I'm in love with my best friend
1: I love that story I love it I gotta ask you something funny though you said taco and tequilas right Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's cool. Do you still do that or that's the, no more? We
2: do. We actually do, and we try to do it on our anniversary. We try to go get tacos and tequila, and then um, just when we have special events, we joke that we're going to have a taco bar at our wedding.
1: <laughs> That'd be a good idea. Right. A lot of tacos, a lot of tequilas. That, can, that can't hurt.
2: And you know the funny thing that on the day that we actually met, we met through a mutual friend, on that day we, we had tacos.
1: For real? yeah <laughs> taco and tequilas that's that's a good one all right ariana thank you so much for sharing that story and best of luck to both of you
2: thank you simon i love what you do thank
1: you thank you very much thank you for listening have a good night you know i always keep a fun relationship question for you for the end of the rendezvous so here it is do you believe in the concept of the one when you just meet someone and you just know that they are your person yes no we're going to talk about that next Do you believe in the concept of the one? You know, where you just meet someone and you just know, right there, that they are your person. I wanted to know what you thought about this. When you meet somebody, do you believe in the concept of the one? 61% of you voted yes, and 39% of you voted no on my social media, at Rendezvous Radio. And it's interesting, because I thought it would be like 90% would say yes. Like, you know, that you believe in the concept of the one. I, I do. I think it happens at one point to all of us. Matter of timing, but I think that's a real possibility. Anyway, thank you so much for voting. Thank you for spending the evening with me, for trusting me with your relationship issues. And you love stories. I love them. Thank you very much. Et bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.